Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. It is a staple of October Sports Talk Radio Playoff game played, Dodgers meltdown, and I come in here like a screaming banshee on the radio. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, chilling in the audio world as we are a celestial body that defies the gravitational pull, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and unmeasurably powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the running, the running of our mouth, our big fat mouth, as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. That is a lot, by the way. 10,000 is a lot. That is a, a large number, 10,000. And TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And uh, we're here another day on the right side of the grass. So we're doing something right here. We're, we're on the right side of the grass. So our lead this hour 
coming from baseball. Baseball's been very, very good to me. Actually, not really. Eh, you know. But hey, the one thing about this, people people think uh, that, oh man, my life is uh, ruined if the Dodgers get eliminated. Well, A, I'm used to it. And B, I got to do the show whether the Dodgers are in the playoffs or not. It doesn't really matter. Like I... It's not like I get extra you know, extra money if the Dodgers win. I don't get anything out of it. Uh, but here, listen. N- NL side of the bracket, talking baseball, saw a classic comeback by Austin Riley and the Atlanta Braves as they stormed back to take down the Phillies and even up that series at 1-1. But the nightcap is where we are going to start. We'll talk about the Phillies game Uh, and the Braves game in a little bit. But we start in La La Land. The Dodgers trying to do the same as the Diamondbacks, and I'm a bad poker player, as I've already let the cat out of the bag. If if you didn't see the game, you were not watching. Zach Gallen allowed a couple of runs over five and a third innings, and he gets the second win of this postseason. The Diamondbacks have already played a few extra games, and someone named Lourdes Gurriel Jr., not sure who that is, but he apparently he's a baseball player. Uh, hit a home run and had an RBI single in a three-run first inning. Had a home run later in the game. And Arizona, they jumped out to a 3-0 lead. They never trailed. The Diamondbacks now lead the best of five series. Two games to Bupkis. And they can eliminate the Dodgers when they play their first home game of the postseason. That'll be on Wednesday night back in the Valley of the Sun. So let us discuss the question. Who gets the biggest hunk of the Dodgers bacon-wrapped blame dog? That's right. The Dodgers bacon-wrapped blame dog. Who gets the biggest chunk? So I've got uh, Delta Flight, Fatal Flaw, and Russian Roulette. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a pathetic performance, which is what the Dodgers have mastered. In October baseball, pathetic performances. So, number one. Number one. Number one. Yeah. By the way, the Dodgers are looking for their number one. Number one. Win. They don't have that yet. So, uh, we thought about going to the archive. I was debating whether or not to go to the archives here at Fox Sports Radio and dust off an old cassette tape of a previous rant about Dave Roberts micromanaging, and I liked him in that spot. And One of the classic hits from the past decade or so of Dodger baseball. But my complaints have rung hollow. I complain here, and they do the same crap every year. So what's the point? Uh, they don't care what I say, and they don't care what you say. They do whatever they want. Uh, and that's how they can charge $17 for a personal pizza at Dodger Stadium because a lot of people show up and uh, they can do whatever the hell they want. Uh, and uh, so this is in many ways a rerun, a doppelganger, uh, if you will. Uh, but uh, you have an offense for the Dodgers that needs a blue pill. They go limp in the playoffs seemingly every year. Big star players. Uh, if only Mookie Betts focused as much on bowling as he does hitting in October, boy, the Dodgers would be in shape. But I think Mookie's going to dominate the bowling alleys in Nashville probably in a couple of days. Maybe by Thursday he'll be bowling somewhere in Nashville, but he will not be playing for the Dodgers in the postseason. So now you can add the starting pitching. We knew the Dodgers didn't have much starting pitching going in. You thought, well, isn't the whole setup of sports people – 
outperforming expectations, right? That's a big part of athletic competition that you're not expected to do much, but you you prove the the haters wrong. I hear that a lot. Uh, Rarely do the Dodgers do that. They don't prove the haters wrong. Uh, So the Dodgers have performed. Remember that famous Delta flight from Atlanta to Barcelona? You remember that a few months ago? It was a biohazard issue. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Dodger baseball here. Uh, in the starting rotation, Bobby Miller, who's actually pretty good. I like this guy. Bobby Miller's got the cool blue glove and had a nice season for the Dodgers. And I, well, this guy's got a little something to him. This guy's not going to be like these other turds. He'll go out there. He'll pitch a good game. He'll pitch a solid game. He doesn't know any better. So he goes out there and three runs. He gave up three runs in the very first inning after Clayton Kershaw gave up six runs in game one of this series. Dodgers starters actually lowered their ERA to 40.5 in the National League Divisional Series. Man, I, I wish I could curse, but I'm told I cannot curse. So uh, if that seems bad, and, and, and it certainly seems bad to me, but I don't know. I, I just do the overnight show. Maybe that's not that bad. Maybe that's good. Maybe in a parallel dimension, giving up an average of 40 and a half runs by your starting pitcher is a good thing. Uh, it's you know self-inflicted wounds. They... They don't hit. They, they've been playing uphill, which doesn't seem like a great strategy. You're always coming from behind. So two games in, and life comes at you fast. It's only a best-of-five series, and that's where we are. Now, page two here, what chance What chance do the Dodgers have to come back? What are the chances the Dodgers come back in the series? It's not over yet. All right, certainly it's bleak. But he, he, I'm going to be Benny Brightside to a point here because – uh, I don't believe in momentum. I think momentum's bullcrap, and we saw that in the Phillies-Braves game. You know, the Phillies had all the momentum uh, until the Braves came back and won the game. So I don't think Arizona has all the momentum. Uh, they've played better in a couple of games. So I'm going to set the odds on this at plus 250, which implies about a 28% chance that the Dodgers could come back. They've been outscored 15-4, to by the way, in the first two games, if you're keeping track. And a lot of this will come down to the the attitude. Obviously, performance ultimately uh, performance is the most important thing. But uh, attitude, it just just uh, sourpuss look. The the Dodgers here and Arizona, they're they're far from unbeatable. Uh, are they a scrappy team? Sure. Do they have flaws? Absolutely, they have flaws. However, the the Dodgers have been unable to exploit them, and they're living up to the very popular dish they serve at Dodger Stadium: the Dodger Dog. As uh, this team has played like Dodger Dogs. And it was kind of cool to see Dave Roberts being serenaded with booze as he micromanaged another game there, uh, as uh, pulling out relief pitchers right and left and just uh, rotating them through. But this is the point. And I've had conversations with people I know that work with the Dodgers, and, and they don't care what I think. But I'll, I'll tell you, maybe you care. I believe the Dodgers, as they have the smartest people in the room, and they love to tell you they have the smartest people in the room, the Dodgers. But there is an organizational flaw. And I've noticed it over the years. They're so smart, they don't realize what the flaw is. So what is the flaw? Everyone in that organization, all among the players, is expected to do the bare minimum. I was actually having a conversation in the hallways here and when I was uh, was walking into the studio with, uh, with Harmon and Smith, who were in here earlier. And I was explaining, and my, this is my main problem. And, and maybe it's a problem with how I was raised as a sports fan that in certain situations like playoff games, you – outperform you you go the the extra mile as the tagline goes go the extra mile 
but that's not what happens with the Dodgers. You just do the bare minimum. Oh, you can't throw more than 55 pitches or 60 pitches. Your arm might fall off, God forbid. And uh, the ironic thing is they protect all these pitchers. They still all need Tommy John surgery, so it's, it's very odd. And nobody seems to stop and say, well, maybe this isn't actually working what we're doing here. Maybe that's the problem. It's like if the Dodgers were asked to run a marathon. They say, hey, you got to run the Boston Marathon. They say, okay, we're going to get 26.2 runners. Every mile will have a different runner come in. We're not going to run all 26.2 because we'll be fatigued at the end of the marathon. So instead, we're going to run 26 different people. We're going to have a relay race is what we're going to do. Uh, and you watch. You mark my words. If the Dodgers do end up finishing this and losing to the Diamondbacks, you're going to hear a rally rallying cries saying, well, it's because we won 100 games and we're being punished because we had a week off and baseball's got to change that. They, they've they got to do something so that the better teams don't have games off or days off, rather, before they play. And you're going to hear all that. Every excuse in the book and they'll, they'll blame this, that thing, and the other thing. The, the Dodgers, even with all of the starting pitchers that are either out with Tommy John or beating up women allegedly or God knows what else, uh, they still had enough to beat Arizona and they're not right now. So I don't want to hear it, okay? Talk to the hand. I don't want to hear it. Now, final point. Let's head to Atlanta. NLDS game number two, and the Atlanta Braves held hitless into the sixth inning in Georgia, out in the suburbs, out in the sticks and outside Atlanta there, and a 5-4. Unexpected. Unlike the Dodgers that lay there and play dead and don't wake up, the Atlanta Braves actually, to their credit, woke up in this game, just in the nick of time, a couple of home runs there, Travis Darno and Austin Riley, and Atlanta gets the victory in game two. So that series is tied up at one win apiece. The game ending in nutso fashion as Bryce Harper was on first, Nick Castellanos, a high drive to deep right center field. Uh, only to be robbed by a leaping catch by Michael Harris II. Then Harper, he had already gone past second, so he's got to backtrack. He's running around. He's got to run back. And then uh, the, the Braves are desperately trying. He's desperately trying to run back. The Braves are desperately trying to get him out. And Harris miss, misses the cutoff man, Ozzie Albies, the second baseman. But then Austin Riley actually backing up the play, and he – Get, he gets it, throws it quickly to double off Bryce Harper. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. That's the game. The crowd goes wild, and just like that, the series is tied up at one win apiece. So who wears the shame bell? Who wears the shame bell for the fighting fills in this game? And so I'm going to start with the next Dodger, Trey Turner. I've seen this before with Trey Turner. He's an exciting player. He also has a butcher knife. For a glove, and in this game he had two defensive miscues in game number two. The fielding error, the big one in the sixth inning, that allowed Ronald Lacuna Jr. to score from second base. Had that error not been made in a parallel dimension, we can play the ifs, buts, candy, and nuts game, but Austin Riley's home run would have only tied the game, not given the Braves the lead 5-4. to four. Uh, Also, we're playing the... The blame uh, bell, uh, where we're sharing the shame bell for the, uh, there it is. There's the, shame. The, that's actually sound of the shame bell. Rob Thompson, that shame. fine Canadian lad, Rob Thompson, who, uh, like every other team, playing the 
I call it bullpen roulette. It's not roulette. It's like Russian roulette. Not just roulette. It's Russian roulette with the bullpen. And he got away with it in game one. We had that dope from Florida angry Bill called up. So, hey, see, he kept changing pitchers. That's great. Okay. Well, in this game, they actually got a great start from Zach Wheeler. Then they had to bring in relief pitchers who they'd already faced the Braves the last game. And the more relief pitchers you bring in, it's a law of averages. The more relief pitchers you bring in, the higher the chance somebody's going to go out there and lay an egg. And in this game, Jeff Hoffman, who had been very good for the Phillies, but not this time. He sucked at a time you cannot suck. And the Phillies also stopped putting runs across. They were 2 of 8 with runners in scoring position, and they left 11 men on base. They could have absolutely buried Max Freed, and they did have the lead, but they didn't actually bury Max Freed at the end. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Offense optional. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Hand in hand as we navigate the twists and turns, coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and uncharacteristically powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the box, the soapbox. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
as the conversation continue, continues. We'll we'll get away from the baseball, but if you're you want to rant and rave about the Dodgers' demise and the Atlanta Braves come back over the Phillies. We're more than welcome to do that. We, we, we welcome you with open arms. But our lead this hour coming from Lost Wages, Nevada. Offense optional. Offense optional. Monday night football. The Packers brought their shareholders to town for a date with the Raiders. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman in the house. Did you watch? Well, I watched with half an eye. I was watching the baseball. I'm not going to lie to you, but I did have this game on, and it was on in the background. And what I saw, if you didn't see it, a Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't very good. Uh, he wasn't. I had a little over 200 yards passing, had a touchdown, threw his NFL leading seventh interception for the Raiders. But that was enough compliments of the generosity of the team from Wisconsin as Las Vegas ends up getting a 17-13 victory. Uh, Green Bay was given an opportunity to win the game by Josh McDaniels and the kicker for the Raiders, Mr. Carlson, uh, who Daniel Carlson, who botched a uh, field goal. It was a long uh, field goal, but a 52-yard field goal in the fourth quarter. More on that coming up in a bit, but let's not bury the lead. The Raiders are 2-3. and three. They gained uh, less than 280 yards. The Packers got 285 yards. They're 2-3, and three, so both teams have the identical record coming out of the Monday night game. Las Vegas ending an eight-game skid against the Packers. The last time the franchise beat Green Bay prior to Monday night was in 1987 when they were called the Los Angeles Raiders. It's uh, a fair, fair amount of time ago. The better story, though, is in the losing locker room. Why? We love losers. I love losers. And so we're going to go to the loser side. That's where the drama is. When you win, everyone kisses your ass and everything's wonderful. It's rainbows and lollipops. But when you lose, it's finger pointing. It's calling names to other people. It's that kind of stuff. So the question on this Raider Packer Monday night game, let's start with the quarterback because that's really this season for the Green Bay Packers in a nutshell. Can we all agree on that? Does anyone disagree? Anyone in the electorate disagree? This season's all about figuring out what the hell you have at quarterback. So, after five weeks, five weeks of the NFL regular season, how does the report card for Packer quarterback Jordan Love read after five weeks? So, on the Maller report card, the only report card that matters in this time slot on Fox Sports Radio. The Maller Report card, I have given Jordan Love the D. Minus. I give him the D. Love gets the D. Minus is what he gets, yes. I've got Donald Trump Magic 8-Ball and white polyester tracksuit. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make a bowl of chili. Why that would have been more entertaining than watching the Packers and Raiders on offense. A nice bowl of chili. Not even eating the chili, just looking at the chili would have been better. So uh, th- th- we'll begin here. A, Jordan Love is not your typical first-year starting quarterback. And so you have to, in, in the grading process, you know, and I've, as an educator, I've spoken to at least one university. 
I've 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 ventured into academia. Uh, and, and here's the thing: when you're when you're grading Jordan Love, it's not your normal first year starting quarterback. Like if you look at the Carolina Panthers, they got the latest hot shot from Alabama, and he has not played NFL football, Bryce Young, until this year. So he's playing, and he's terrible. Uh, he's absolutely horrible. It's different in Green Bay because Love has been spoon fed, spoon fed those cheese curds, NFL life. He was not fed to the Lions and Bears and Vikings. No, not at all. Not by a long shot. Green Bay was very methodical. They had Aaron Rodgers. And so when you look at Jordan Love, he was living the life of the old Donald Trump TV show, The Apprentice, right? He was The Apprentice. He was hanging out, waiting around. La, 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 la. That's how he would sound like. A lot of people don't know that, but that's what Jordan Love sounded like. La, 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 la. He was twiddling his thumbs, waiting for the opportunity. Well, now the opportunity is here. And the expectation has to be higher. The expectation has to be higher than the production. Love gets the D- minus on the Maller Report card because he's not even getting better. He's getting worse. As the season has gone on, his performance has gotten progressively worse, and it's not like the competition has gotten progressively better for the Green Bay Packers and their their opponents here versus Atlanta, if you if you look at the report card, the Chicago game didn't do great in the first half. Second half dominated. Fine, we'll give them a good grade on that. The Bears are terrible. The Atlanta game for the Packers, Jordan Love had three touchdowns and no interceptions. So you say, good oh, great game, wonderful game. But if you saw the game, uh, he did not perform well in the fourth quarter, and he was responsible for not making plays down the stretch. Otherwise, the Packers beat the Falcons. It's not like Atlanta's a great team. Uh, so then against the Lions, uh, that was just a no-show. That was absenteeism in the first half. We all saw that, those of us that have the Amazon with Al Michaels and friends. And so he then also, it, it, the game before the Lions game, the New Orleans game, he stunk for three quarters. And then there was a helter-skelter comeback for the Packers and Jordan Love. And so he played well for a quarter, and they won the game. Congratulations. But even that, there were some... Other factors that played into it. Now against a mediocre Raider team, a team that really was challenged to create turnovers. I think they only had one, I believe, coming into this game. And uh, Jordan Love went out there, and he was the mayor of Barf City. He was the mayor of Barf City. Uh, man, and against a mediocre Raider defense, he had a real clunker, three interceptions, the, the one he just – it was like he's playing catch with the Raider linebacker over the middle. Uh, no touchdown passes against a very vanilla Raider defense. So now after five games, if you go th- look at the tail of the tape, tail of the tape for Mr. Love, uh, if you look at five games, Jordan Love, eight touchdowns, six interceptions. He's completing less than 60% of his passes. I didn't play quarterback in the NFL, but I'm told that's not good. Averaging less than seven yards per attempt, barely over six and a half. That's also not good. And a quarterback rating of 77.2, which I think sucks in all 50 states, and not just the 48 continental states. That also stinks in Alaska and Hawaii. So considering, and when you combine everything together and you crunch the numbers, considering all of the time invested in developing Jordan Love and having him ready. And I I love those people that say, well, every rookie quarterback needs to sit for two years because they'll all be like Patrick Mahomes. Well, sometimes you get Jordan Love. 
Sometimes you get Jordan Love, okay? Uh, he ain't good. Let's just say right now he's not good, and you never know. He might never become good, but right now he's not good. First impression, you only get one chance to do that. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. And struggling against lousy competition. Now, page two here. Are there any positives for the Green Bay football team here as we advance through the season now, past week five, Packers coming up on a bye week? So let's ask the Magic 8-Ball, almighty, omnipresent, all-powerful Magic 8-Ball. Are there positives for the Green Bay Packers after five games? Magic 8-Ball says, outlook not so good. Uh, That's what the Magic 8-Ball says. Listen, the Packers are settling in to what will likely be a rather long stretch of unremarkable football. Let's just call it like it is here. Matt LaFleur looks like he knows the end is near. He just has this dazed and confused, like sad look on his face, the coach in Green Bay when he should be wanting to roll up his sleeves right now and out-scheme the other teams, right? Because you're going to have to out-scheme the other teams because you don't have great talent. But nothing is going to come into that Green Bay locker room that bedazzles you in terms of talent. Uh, There's nothing astonishing around the corner. They've got a bunch of worker ants on that team, and that's what they have. And uh, there's no light at the end of the tunnel there. You're not going to get a hot shot free agent coming to Green Bay unless God tells them to go to Green Bay. Shout out the Minister of Defense back in the day. But outside of that, forget about it. You're not going to get a trade. The Packers don't operate that way because they'd have to trade draft picks, and they don't do that. So what you see is what you get. Right? They'll lie low and they'll take it slow and study, and that's how they're going to approach things. All right, final point. Does this win launch the Raiders in the right direction? They beat the Green Bay Packers at home in the three-game losing streak. So I will be Benny Brightstead on this with a catch. So I am nodding my head yes that this does propel the Raiders. But before you get too excited, do not confuse the victory as a sign that the Raiders are actually a good team. They're not. But they're going to be what we call a faux-good team for the next month, okay? And here's why. Uh, Before we tell you why, this this game right here, the Monday night game, was the epitome of a Jimmy G special. If If you could sum up what is Jimmy Garoppolo's career like, this is it. It's go out, don't play that well, but you win the game anyway. That's Garoppolo. Like that's how that's how he's done it. You don't have the sexiest stat line. You don't really make that many big plays. It's a bumpy ride, but you win anyway. Your offense doesn't have any real tempo, but you find a way. You persevere. That's Garoppolo. And get out the gaudy jewelry, the white polyester tracksuit. I don't care if you want to bring out the overhead projector. You can do that as well, because Al Davis would have loved a guy like Garoppolo because what was his tagline? Just win, baby, right? And Garoppolo just wins, baby. Now to the point why this there's optimism, even though the Raiders are going to be a faux contender. They're not a real good team. They're a faux good team. Uh, and here's why. So they're two and three. I've done some Maller math on this. The arrow is pointing up. Here's why. Not because the Raiders are good, because they're, they're the light of the, the gods of the schedule. The scheduling gods is shining down on the Raiders. Okay, so the Raiders are two and three. Here's what they have upcoming. They've got the Patriots in Vegas. Uh, The Patriots might just forfeit that game and save money on gas 
the way they're playing right now. They're not even trying. Gutless. Uh, the Chicago Bears in Chicago. You don't think the Bears are good. They're not. The Lions. Now the Lions are a good team. Okay, fine. That's in Detroit. Maybe you lose that game. Uh, then you've got the Giants and Jets, both New York teams back-to-back. We know they stink. So of the next five games, four of them are winnable. So if the Raiders take care of business, they will end up, using my computer-like brain, 6-4 and four will be the Raiders' record after 10 games. And then you go flying into a wood chipper because you, then you have to play the Dolphins and the, the like good teams. But the next five games for the Raiders are right there for the take. It's like a nice, thick uh, orange. You know, it's just got the juice ready to squeeze it. The juice comes out. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. Kuba Loop. Giannis Antetokounmpo said that there is no competition with Damian Lillard on who will have the ball more in Bucks games. Ben, do you believe him? No, I, I don't believe him at all. It's a brand new relationship, and you've got Dame Lillard, who's the alpha, Giannis, who's always had the ball at the end of the game 
for the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, they, it's going to take a while to sort this out, and unfortunately, no one will be watching the NBA and, and by the time they start watching, they'll sort it out. But Dame Lillard's going to be the guy. I mean, why, why would you trade for Dame Lillard in, unless you're going to use him at the end of the game? He's the perfect guy, end-of-game situations. And Giannis has shown that he's not quite that guy a lot of the night. A lot of nice. He's a terrible foul shooter. Next! The Clippers reportedly want to get a deal done for 76ers guard James Harden sooner rather than later, but they don't want to increase their offer. Ben, how does this standoff end? So the ball on this one's in Harden's court, right? It depends how big a hemorrhoid he's going to be in Philadelphia, how much trouble he causes them. And, and at some point, the Sixers are going to blink and they'll trade him. Uh, but I don't believe that the, the you know the Clippers are gung ho like the front office is gung ho to get Harden. I think this is coming from Paul George and Westbrook and the guys on the team, which is which is troubling that they're they're building the team that way. That doesn't usually end that well. Next, Warriors owner Joe Lacob is said to be very interested in buying the Athletics if the baseball team decides to sell. Ben, is there uh, anything to this story? Well, all it is right now is Joe Lacob getting brownie points in the Bay Area saying, I'm rich, I can buy the team if I want, but the team's not for sale. Now, what should happen, if you're going to move a franchise, you should put it for sale, and then if somebody wants to buy it, they have to stay in the city they're in. But at this point, there's nothing to the story. How do we do, Cope? Pass this edition. That is a win. You can put it on the board. I won the game. I won the game, Iowa Sam. I won the game. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. We're going to have Maller's Mountain of Money. Should we just introduce the guys? Real? I don't play the imaging. Uh, Jed, who fled, wants to play. Hello, Jed. Black Irishman, dude, that was wild. I don't even think you referenced football. You just started talking about having pads on and hurting skin. I heard I knee pads hurt. a lot, a lot of knee pad talk. All right, who do you want to partner? Who do you want to partner up with? Jed's a regular on the show. He lives in the swamplands of Florida. Who do you want to partner up with? You don't, you don't give me any rug burn on my knees, man. I don't have any knee pads. I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm gonna go Coop. I'm sorry, I was a switcher. I'm gonna go Coop. I'm gonna go Coop. Good. Okay, thank you. Uh, thanks you for not picking me. Uh, Scott in Kentucky. Scott, uh, you're gonna play the game. Who do you want to partner up with, Scott? Uh, let me get Eddie. All right, very good. Hold on a sec. What are the? You want to do the categories, Coop? Or you just want to get to the game. What do you want to do? Coop's thinking about that. Yeah, sure. All right. Um, this is the Paul Simon edition of Mallers Mountain of Money. Oh, how old is he? He turns 82 years oh, old oh, that's this old. week. Good for Woo! It is very old. Love Paul. Um, the categories are The Sound of Silence, Mrs. Robinson, The Boxer, and My Little Town. Uh, Jed, you were on first. Which category would you like? What I never get, whether I have company or not, Sound of Silence. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, very nice. Oh, whatever. Uh, Scott, uh, pick a category. Scott, quickly, please. Uh, no clue. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't listening to anything you said. Mrs. Robinson, the, the boxer, or My Little Town. Mrs. Robinson. All right, Mrs. Robinson. Very naughty with Mrs. Robinson. How dare you? All right, we will press on. We're going to have Maller's Mount of Money. We'll get to that in its entirety. We'll do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Now, <laughs> Maller's Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. And we get to the game right now. We have Jed who fled, who is going to team up with Coop and Scott in Kentucky teamed up with Eddie. And I believe Jed is going first with Koopaloop. Is that correct? 
Yes. Sound of Silence is the one that you guys picked. Are you ready, Jed? Silencio. All right. Uh, so the Paul Simon edition, the Sound of Silence. These athletes let their play do their talking for them. We'll put 45 seconds on the clock. We need the first and last name. Iowa Sam's on Iowa time, so he doesn't have the clock ready. Okay. Are you ready, Iowa Sam? Yes? Okay. Here we go. On your way, go. Uh, Mr. Load Management for the Clippers. Kawhi uh, Leonard. Yes. Uh, Megatron. Calvin Johnson. Uh, the best receiver in Arizona Cardinals history. Larry Fitzgerald. Yes. Um, this guy's knee just exploded for the Browns. Uh, oh, the running back. Yeah, I know that next. Uh, okay. Um, this guy uh, sucks for the Yankees. He's got initials in his first name. Mm. All right. Basketball player with the nickname Skywalker. Man, dude, it was so, it was so hot. It was so hot. A uh, wide receiver for the Broncos, number 80. In, in the... Oh, man, too late. Did you though. say Rod Stewart? <laughs> yeah, Rod Stewart. Yeah, dude. Yeah, young hogs be free tonight. Why? Yeah, what the hell, dude? Started strong and then just you looked great, didn't it? Man, that was embarrassing after Uh, that. Nick Chubb, yeah, didn't get that. DJ Lemayhew, he won a batting title for the Yankees and the Rockies, I believe. Uh, David Thompson and Rod Smith. Okay, Mm. only sixty points. That's a score to beat. It is Rod Smith. Eddie, you are up. Mister, Mrs. Robinson with Scott. In Kentucky, these athletes like older women. Hey, hey, hey. All right, 45 seconds on the clock. You're on your way and go. Current quarterback of the Broncos, he's married to Ciara. Russell Wilson. Current quarterback of the Jets, replacing Aaron Rodgers out of BYU. Zach Wilson. Yes, uh, former Heat star, he's married to Gabrielle Union. Best player for the Miami Heat. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, Dwayne White. Yes. Former Spurs guard from France. He was married to Eva Longoria. Tony Parker. Yes. Uh, this this guy was a Hall of Fame, or he's the son of a Hall of Fame tight end from the San Diego Chargers. Same name. Uh, he played for the Browns. He's in prison Jim now. Norton. No, no. He's in prison now for... Uh, for, uh, Likes to expose himself. Raping old women, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, the son of Bulls legend and goat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, so you hit the lead, but not hey, a great hey, score. Coop, why don't you give him a clue, too, Coop? Maybe all y'all can help him. All right, 100. That was Sam. 100 points. Uh, you did not get I, Kellen, I, Kellen I, I Winslow Jr. And oh. so Eddie has the lead. That means, Coop, you go again. You want Boxer or My Little, 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 my, little my Little Town? Okay, My Little Town. These athletes all are from uh, small towns. 45 seconds on the clock. You're on your way. Go. The mailman for the Jazz. Uh, former Cowboys quarterback. He's an announcer, not Troy Aikman. Yeah, the other one. The more recent quarterback. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, slugger for the Philadelphia Phillies. He came from the Cubs. Yes. Uh, current head coach of the t- Texans. Young bad guy, maybe. I don't know, Nick. Uh, the man for the Cardinals. Hope Warner. No, no, the 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 St. Louis Cardinals. His nickname was the man. The man. White version. Oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, oh, man. 
You remember? I'm old enough to remember when Jed was good at this game. I know. Uh, what happened to him? Why do you keep putting me on the air, dude? Just did they, did they, did they, am I still retired. in the lead? Yeah, I think oh, you are. All right. Really? I, I, well, well, you got 30. All right, go ahead, Eddie. Just to finish let's it up. Let's, no, let's do some math. Let's keep what do I need? 40. Uh, you need, uh, you need <laughs> like 20. All right. All right, uh, right. The, the all-time strikeout king for the Texas Rangers. No, lots of no-hitters. Scott? There you go. There you go. All right. You got the win. Congratulations, Eddie. You got the win there. Jed, that's an embarrassment to all drug addicts in Florida. Bad job by you, Jed. Shame on you. He used to be great at this game. I don't know what happened. He took took stupid pills. The wrong bottle there. Stupid pills. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.